Ah, shit. You remember me? <laughs> hey, everybody. Um, I have some explaining to do. I know. I know I do. Um, but here's the thing. <laughs> I, I'm kind of just knocking you on your ass, and then all of a sudden, like, extends a hand of peace, and they're just like, nah, hey, 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 I know you knocked you over, but, like, here's a hand. Why don't we get up, right? And you're like, really confused. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, a minute ago, you were just like, very violent to me. Um, what the fuck happened, you know? Uh, <laughs> but now you're just being nice. Uh, okay. So it, this is what happened here. <laughs> um, I... To explain it is a whole other process here, but here, of course, we are, we are processing it because why? This is processing the process in which everything that we do, every experience that we, that we experience is technically a process in which we have to go through stages and or levels to get to where we need to be in our personal growth journey. So, um, walk it like you talk it. <laughs> um, I just honestly, I had to swallow what I'm saying and kind of put it to work. Um, and some of that was basically um, we've mentioned or I've mentioned before uh, about a lot of self-doubt and anxiety about the things that, you know, I decide to do for me. And um, for a while, I have this problem, and it's an ongoing problem for like the last almost month, where I put so much pressure on myself. And I'm sure you can relate as well, but, um, you know, all this pressure that you can put on yourself for, for no reason, like you're the only one who's doing that to you. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else is putting this, applying this pressure to you, but you. Um, and that's what's kind of hard. It, it just kind of seems like you're in a a very small room and all the doors are locked. Um, but you have to get out. Like there's this crucial, there's a crucial motive here, a mission, you know, you have to get out, but you know, there's nothing, there's no way to get out. And that's false because there is a way. There is always a way to get out of that thinking. And that is to just, you know, kind of combination of all the things that we've talked about already is just to send it completely. Um, so that's, that's where I am at this current moment. A couple days ago, I read something somewhere where, um, basically it said, if you want to be something, if you want to do something badly, if you want to become someone or just be you obviously, but, but, you know, put it out into the universe. You're like, Hey, I'm a force to be reckoned with here. I have a lot to bring to the table and, you know, this is who I am and if it doesn't serve anybody's purpose, sad. But if it does, even one person, my goal is achieved. So here I am. <laughs> so, dude, here I am. Um, so here, yeah, here I am uh, coming to you live from my, my bedroom because this is an amateur podcast. <laughs> Um, but you know what? Life is exciting and life is sometimes it gives it gives you a little blow, but when it gives you a good a good time or it gives you an opportunity, a hand of peace, you better take that fucking hand, I swear to God. Anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah. 
quite quite recently, um, along with self doubt and whatnot, there was this thought or uh, ideas that were just floating around in my head, and, and mainly was like, well, who am I? Um, no, nobody would nobody would give a second chance to listen to me, and that's a lot of this inner dialogue of mine that I tend to battle off and face off a lot. Um, and what's wonderful about this last, you know, like year of, of experiencing therapy and really just understanding myself in co- combination of just loving myself and accepting for who I am and, um, smoking, <laughs> just a combination of all of that, getting to, getting me to where I need to be. Um, it kind of made me want like realize, um, hi, I'm valuable. What I have to say is valuable. And if somebody is out there who needs to hear it, just like I need to hear something every so often. It's it's one of those things that you can hear multiple times from people like AKA like your mom or someone that you're like, oh, my God, shut up. You know, like it goes in one ear out the other. And then as soon as somebody new says it, you're like, whoa, groundbreaking. You know, that that's my job, baby. I'm here to tell you what your mom has said or hasn't said or your dad, you know, like somebody who you look up to or if you don't look to anybody at all, I am here for you regardless of that role. Um, (laughs) uh, That's why I'm here. So today we're going to be kind of tackling something that um, is very prevalent for me and I hope it's prevalent for you Uh, (laughs) because boy, oh boy, for the last, I would say about a month or two, um, my anxiety has been out of control. Uh, not so much of um, panic attacks. I, I have had those before in the past and they are, are terrible, but it's not so much that. It's more just I kind of get lost in the sauce of my anxiety. Like I sit there and I'm like, fuck, I'm never going to get anywhere. I'm never going to be anybody. I'm you know, all the things that I'm doing right now is useless. I'm always going to be stuck. I'm never going to find my purpose. And it's like, whoa, hold up, man. Anxiety is fear of the future. So of course, all these things are kind of just bubbling up together because the future is just one big question mark. That is why we all tend to feel this like universal pressure upon ourselves to have to figure this out. And um, I'm here to tell you, hey, uh, you don't. Um, Speaking to myself here, you don't need to figure that out. But if you want something bad enough, I guess just fucking send it. Like, do the things that you need to do. Pretend as if it is happening and that it's a reality for you at this moment. For example, um, I started this podcast with mainly the intention to just do something that I've always wanted to do. I love talking about mental health. I love discussing self-care. I love talking about, you know, toxic societal norms of body image. And I love talking about food and how nourishing it is. And I, we're going to obviously later on in the episodes, we're going to be talking about relationships with food. And, and to be honest, I haven't had a good one all my life. Like that is something I'm super passionate about now that I, I enjoy food and I do it and I, ah, it's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, we're pro cannabis here. We're just, we're just vibing out. We're going to be talking about psychedelics in the future too. So it is just 
it's a good vibe all around. So feel free to take your shoes off and stay a while, you know? Um, but you know, like I was saying, anxiety has just been kind of spiraling all over the place. And, um, you know, mainly I wanted to create this podcast as a way to, to, to internally deal, but also externally process the things that are happening inside of me. And for a while, I kind of like thought that I had to be on this podcast level where every week I had to be churning out something and I had to do it on the same day every week. And although that is good and it's, it's, you're supposed to be doing stuff like that to be consistent in order to get to where you need to go. But I was kind of missing the point and I was kind of making this, you know, thing that I decided to do more of, um, a have to, and not a want to, if that makes sense. Um, and then of course, naturally I just didn't want to, and I would find all kinds of reasons, um, to not do this subconsciously and consciously. Like I just, Oh, the, the day went by, I got nothing, you know, I didn't do anything, but that's okay because maybe tomorrow and then tomorrow would come and it's the same excuse. Um, I'm here to tell you that it's, I'm creating this. I am talking to you when I need to talk to you. When the words are being placed into my mouth and then you need to hear those words at that given time, that is why I'm here. So I'm just, I'm just going to say it. You know, sometimes some weeks are going to be worse than others or, you know, some weeks I'm not going to have anything out and the other week I'm going to – like it, it's, it's going to be consistent. This is still a beginning process. I am so, so thrilled that there's people who are listening – and continuing to listen, even though the first couple episodes of this podcast were a little crisis. Um, <laughs> I have to address that. It wasn't good. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's exciting for me. So uh, let's dive into it, shall we? Big breath, big breath. Bring it in. Woo, bring it out. All right, kids. Today we're opening up a book called Anxiety 101. And um, our bottom line here is that eventually everything works itself out. I want to say that again. Eventually everything works out. We spend so much time trying to force things to work out, stressing over if they're going to work out rather than just letting it work out. <laughs> an example, um, here's an example. So like I was telling you before, anxiety has just been going off the rails lately, but a lot of it has been attached to this, you know, wondering what what's the outcome here? What's going to happen, you know, after I make this decision or... Uh, What's going to happen if I say yes or no to another job? Or what's going to happen if I spend money on something really small for myself and then out of nowhere I have to find money for something else? Like, oh my God, too much. There is too much here. Too much here. Um, I kind of... I expect so much out of myself to fulfill or to answer some of these questions about my future. Um, but mainly, I think it's also society. 
I mean, fresh out of high school, you're kind of expected to figure out who you want to be, what you want to become, what career path you want to go down. And I've always thought that that's such a huge decision for somebody who was just like minutes ago asking to go to the bathroom. Like it's two different worlds and we're literally just pushed out and like told, hey, you got to figure something out in 0.2 seconds. (laughs) And then there you go. That's your career path. See you later. Let me know when you get married and have kids. Like, whoa, pump the brakes, man. Like, I don't I don't know you, first of all, but I also don't know myself. I mean, show of hands. I don't, I, I, I my hands raised. Okay. How many of you, you know, fresh out of high school knew exactly what your purpose was going to be? You know, even the, even the kids I, I thought I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? They graduated from college and, like, right off the bat, they knew exactly who they wanted to be. Great. But mm, I would say about uh, seven out of ten of those kids, you know, decided, fuck this. I don't want to do this. I want to do something completely different. And that's okay. For a while, um, my boyfriend and I, um, he's one of those people that, First of all, didn't really receive a lot of help, you know, college-wise. So, of course, that didn't really ring any bells for him. But at the same time, it's like you're still such a kid that what what is there for you to do at this moment rather than just chill out? And when you want to say you want to chill out, it's like this big thing where you can't because you have to figure out what you're going to do. I feel like – and, you know, I could be wrong, but TikTok – has changed so many lives, so many lives. People believed that they were going to be one thing and that was basically it for the rest of their lives. And then out of nowhere, they're like, let me just post my interests because why not? I like doing this. And next thing you know, boom, it's this huge revolutionary move of internet and digital marketing that is opening up so many avenues for many people. And, um, you know, for someone like me who just struggles to figure out what their purpose is um, and often puts that, you know, my value in other people's hands, this could be a dangerous situation, a a dangerous situation for me, but I'm not allowing it to be. I'm allowing it to be an opportunity for me to quiet my anxiety, to finally say, hey, (laughs) hey, lady, put a sock in it, okay? We may not know the answers. We may not know what's going to happen. We may not know my actual future as of right now in this moment. But all I know is that I enjoy doing what I do. And if I have two goals this year, only two, I'm going to try to keep at least one. (laughs) You know, working hard on something and being proud of it is, is super, in my opinion, I guess, is way better than sitting back and watching everybody else do things and comparing your life to them. And it just won't get you anywhere. If anything, it just makes you self-soak for a while. And then what's next? I know when I do that, I don't want to do nothing because I feel like life is pointless. And the next thing you know, here comes a depressive episode. No, thank you. (laughs) Yes, we should be feeling. Um, Yes, we should be going through it. But We don't really need it sometimes if we could potentially alleviate that for a second. Walk away from it for a minute. Um, I haven't shared this bit of me yet to this podcast, but 
Unless I did. Honestly, don't really remember. Um, I am a dance fitness instructor for um, <clears throat> Marywood University, and I have been doing that since I basically graduated from there. And it's been an absolute journey, <laughs> you know, coming in and being very excited for my first year to teach. Not... <clears throat> Not really having a lot of participants, but still being super grateful and, um, you know, showing what I can do and, and just enjoying myself. And as the time and as the years go by, you know, that following just started getting bigger and bigger up until uh, RIP the year 2019. OK, the end of 2019. We listen, we had like 60 people in a room. It was fantastic. I was teaching 60 people. And I guess to some people, maybe that won't seem like too much. But I guess in COVID area right now, we're all like, damn, that's a lot of people. Oh, my God. It was amazing. I felt like that was my element. You know, it was it was phenomenal. And of course, when 2020 hit and life changed, that hit hard, too. Because suddenly that gratification that I received from showing my worth to people dwindled. Um, at first it was a slow kind of dwindling uh, because I decided to do like a Zoom version of it for everybody stuck at home. And although that was a good idea initially, you know, like most things, especially when the summer coming around... A lot of the interests are dropping off because, you know, virtually doing a workout is one thing. And if you have the patience to do it, go for it. But there's nothing quite like being in the physical environment and working and, and pushing yourself and being motivated by your friends around you. And even the instructor in front of you or if you're at a gym, like the same kind of scenario here. But um, there was a moment where I, I, I was beginning to question like if I should even do this anymore and I was looking for immediate gratification. I was looking for immediate results. I was looking for, you know, analytical side of what I'm doing when rather I I stopped looking at the passion side of it, you know, despite all the restrictions and, and COVID kind of stuff, you know, we're still carrying this on and it's going to be a year sometime in March of me doing these Zoom classes on top of my physical classes. I mean, if and when those physical classes are. <laughs> um, that, I can't, I could take that idea and that fact as, you know, uh, uh, something that I could feel defeated about, but um, I stopped feeling that way and just did, continued on, and it helped. Remaining true to you and remaining true to what makes you happy and passionate about, that's all you can do, baby. That's it. <laughs> that is it. But, um... Fast forward to about this week, uh, I'm starting to teach my physical classes again, um, and I, I taught them last semester too, and 
luckily it was in a, a big enough space where we could have a good amount of girls, you know, wear their masks and, you know, be present and enjoy themselves and nothing, nothing comes close to that feeling. Um, but recently, you know, I've been having a little com communication issues with um, the athletic center and everything and that could feel a little uh, defeating in itself. But um, it's funny because I have every right to feel defeated, especially with what recently occurred and the cancel the surprise the cancellations of my classes. Um, it was I I when faced with adversity, I was strong. It was the weirdest thing is <laughs> usually when something bursts my bubble, when things don't work out right or my way, there's like this emotional attachment that just makes you want to cry because life isn't what I wanted it to look like. Or here's another obstacle I got to face that I wasn't necessarily prepared for. And I just quite often what I end up doing is just doing that whole like toddler thing. You know what I'm saying? When like they don't get their way, they either like scream until they do or like what I used to do is just sit on the floor with my arms crossed until somebody did something, you know what I'm saying? Which, you know, didn't really have, like, it didn't really help the situation at all when I was little, by the way. <laughs> but that's kind of my method sometimes. And it's a bad method because by me just taking myself out and crossing my arms and staring at the situation while I'm waiting for it to change, I'm not changing my own mindset. I'm not changing what's going on inside of my head. So of course, nothing is going to change. My, my perspective isn't going to shift. You know, lady luck won't be knocking on my door because I'm too busy shitting, sitting in a corner pouting. Okay. I'm letting you know, man, pouting doesn't get you anywhere. It sends you deeper into a spiral of questioning your value. It doesn't push you or motivate you. I mean, if you're that kind of person, maybe. I know a couple people who are like, tell me I'm a piece of shit. And then they just, <laughs> they just, you know, wipe the floor with whatever, whatever they're facing, you know, like they, they go for it and they climb that mountain and good for them. That's amazing. If you're one of those people, kudos to you. All you need is just you call yourself bad names and you just go, okay, cool. But here's the thing. Um, maybe not. <laughs> I don't believe anybody should be calling themselves anything less than what they are. If you believe in yourself that you're a good writer, you better you better fucking call yourself a good writer, man. Okay? If you're if you're if you're so intelligent and you're working with computer science and you would love to create something that hasn't been done before, don't call yourself an idiot, bro. What are we? And here I was I've been caught up in that too. Like I found myself, you know, get mad at myself, right? For doing something, you know, 
insignificant, right? Like, oh, I, I small things, okay, <laughs> very small things. I, I, I beat myself up so so much. You know, I wouldn't do that to anybody else, but yet I do it for me. To me, do I hold everybody else at such a high standard, but not myself? And high standard, I mean the highest level of treatment. You know what I'm saying? Like, do I treat, do I actively treat other people better than I treat myself? That doesn't make any sense. But yet we do it all the time. It's not a motivating factor. If anything, it cuts you down. It belittles you. Your biggest asset right now, your biggest supporter, if you have none, is yourself. You were placed in this life, in this time period, for a reason and a purpose. And just because you don't see it right now doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You just have to tap into that shit. You know, I... <laughs> anxiety in me go way back. Mainly because I have this insatiable desire to, you know... I want to keep up with the Joneses, like let my high school acquaintances know that I'm doing well. I hate that. I feel like that's the most, is it a millennial thing or is it a generational thing? I don't know what it is, but it's definitely a millennial thing for me. <laughs> There's this, um, I re I mean, within the last year, I've grappled with that, obviously, and realized that, you know, what I am doing is my own business and not anybody else's business unless I would like to share, okay? And just because somebody is on um, level 47 of their journey and I'm on, like, level 38, it doesn't make me any less or it doesn't devalue my journey itself. Like, everybody is on their own shit. Like, everyone's doing their own thing. Um, so kind of comparing, you know, you to what someone else is doing is just like apples to oranges. They're two different fruits, man. The same. The, oh, wait a second. <laughs> it's both of them are fruit, a.k.a. both of them are their own journeys. OK, but are they the same? Absolutely not. We're talking citrus and apples. Mm hmm. We're getting metaphorical today. I hope you know that. Not only, you know, <laughs> taking consideration what everyone else is doing, um, for some reason, thanks to social media, we have this, like, high desire to know what everyone else thinks about what we're doing, you too. Like, do, do people are supporting of it, or do people want to help out with it? And it's like... That just makes it all worse, you know? Like, I got... So, part of this podcast, in the beginning, obviously, I, I wanted to do polls or at least, uh, you know, type in a box on my Instagram. And um, that question that I put out was, hey, what did you do for you today? And, it, you know, to me, it's like a simple question because I I have been working on myself, but not many other people have been, and, and this is still pretty new to them. Um, but not receiving a lot of um, 
conversation back, not receiving a lot of answers back, it kind of made me feel like, oh, okay, so no one really supports me in what I'm doing. Thus, no one's really supporting me in what I do. So that means that I'm bad at what I'm doing and nobody wants to hear from me. And, you know, this is not a good idea. And here she comes, Miss Anxiety Queen. Like, that's a whole ballgame over there. I think primarily things that are big like this, especially with this podcast and, you know, my Zumba career or dance fitness career. I mean, they are so wonderful and I'm passionate about it, but they both have potentials of becoming bigger than I ever expected it to. And and although I'm very excited for whatever happens, I'm also really terrified absolutely terrified and I hope that you know you can resonate with this as well like with your own passions or your own career choices or the things that you're stepping out on a limb for because you're following what's true to you what's what's inside of you in your heart that you want to do that involves the things that you love and it involves the passions you have it's it's terrifying because it's a chance that you're taking to alter your future, a possibility that you don't even know is going to do anything. You don't even know if there's going to be an immediate result from it or a cause and effect thing that's going to sprout out of it. I think with this specifically and not, you know, making a, an episode for the last like two two weeks, I was definitely in that hole. Because I tell you what, all those questionings or all those questions about yourself and wondering what the if what ifs, you know, like they just kind of keep churning in your head. It just it kind of prohibits you from taking that step forward and and saying, hey, guys, I'm here. I'm bringing something to the table. And if you want to eat it, go ahead. But uh, I'm not leaving until well, I'm not leaving. <laughs> not until. I, I'm just, I'm not leaving. I want you to taste. I want you to taste the cake that I made. And by the cake, I mean the thing that I'm passionate about. Okay? Everything has its own unique process to it. And although we may not see the end game, it's going to work out. And I think we all need reminders of this. Um, because I, I, it's so easy to just assume that it's not going to work out. And it's funny because this, this idea, this, this phrase of, you know, eventually everything is going to work out has been echoing in my brain for maybe two months now, Uh, because I've been kind of put in situations where I have questioned what's going to happen and how it's going to work out and if everything is going to be okay and, you know, driving myself mad to the point where I'm giving like, I'm giving myself physical ailments. Like we're talking nausea, stomach pains. We're talking like, you know, physical, physical stuff with the root of non-physical stuff like like anxiety kind of just manifesting in a physical form like we're talking about that um and when in reality i was just overthinking the shit out of it and then by the time that everything kind of settled and the waters were calm and it eventually worked itself out i'm like 
Why did I waste so much time worrying <laughs> about wh what's going to happen and how it's going to work out and if it if ends and buts and coconuts and what? It is gnarly that our brains have so much control over us sometimes. And really, our brain is our bitch. We have the capacity to hold that figurative brain hand and say, no, 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 no. You're, you're kind of going off the rails now. It's time for you to follow and for me to lead. Because when I need you to add four times four, you got it. You take that seat. Okay. You take that front driver's seat. But when it comes to my well-being and really being in tune with myself and my heart, I'm going to need you to sit down. And while I mean sit down, I mean take that back seat, you know, and don't be a backseat driver. Please don't be a backseat driver. I will put tape over your mouth. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of relationship that we need to start building and working out with ourselves. Because I'm telling you, the things that you start noticing now about yourself as a young person or somebody who, you know, if you're somebody on this podcast and you're a little older than I am, hi, 25, if you're older than I and whatever, um, these are still really, really important things that needs to be talked about because we have all the tools to live happy, healthy lives, you know, and it's a lot of us just don't really know that we have those tools until it's too late. And by too late, I, I mean later on in life when you're like, wow, you know, I lived all these years and yet I still wasn't happy and now I'm happy. I wish I knew what I know now then. And here's the thing. We can, well, not all of it, obviously, but we can at least attempt to live the way we want to, the way that we we feel good like the, the we want to feel like our life how we love ourselves how we think of ourselves the passions we're pursuing that it's all good but I don't know <laughs> it's just me that's another thing I'm also working on I have this really bad thing and it, I mean it has to do with anxiety for sure um, that when I really do say and I speak my mind, I say stuff and I, I speak my mind, um, a lot of it is followed with, ah, oh, yeah, but I don't know. Girl, if, you're, if you also do this too, um, stop. You know, I need, to, I need to quit that because when I say something with force behind it and I'm confident, but then I follow through with it, but I don't know. It's like... <laughs> Here we go. Again, we're devaluing what we have to say. But but it's not but no one else is devaluing it but us. Like we're the ones who's devaluing that. And that's so that's so powerful. It goes against everything. And it could like, you know, how am I going to I remember the first time I heard the word self-fulfilling prophecy or the phrase self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, I'm pretty sure it was on a vocab test in high school, and I thought it was so profound. The fact that we have the capability to speak into our lives certain things 
and then and then see it unfold and affect our lives, it always like blew my mind. If you're gonna like, I remember um, the example. I guess for this vocabulary test was, you know, if you say you're going to fail the test, most likely you're going to fail the test. That's just how it works. I was like, what? Self-fulfilling prophecy. So I guess I can go in a negative and a positive way. Yes, it can. I'm not saying that speaking nice to yourself and believing that you can do it is going to cure anxiety because it's not. But it does help. It does help, you know, at least hush those those yapping voices that are just floating around your hand, your head talking nonsense and constantly questioning the future and your purpose. Along with some marijuana. <laughs> um, I've personally found that that actually has also silenced the voices. Um, to be specific, um, we will be talking in a couple episodes about, uh, eating disorders and I'm definitely going to lasso in, uh, uh, somebody else to talk to about this as well, because, um, recently I've discovered that up until again, almost a year ago, I struggled with such a bad relationship with food. Like I loved food, but it was more of a comfort thing to me. And if I couldn't indulge in food, I would buy clothes that I didn't really need just for that instant gratification or that instant comfort. Um, you know, also like growing up with a mom who was just obsessed with losing weight, you know, trying the next diet and then, you know, watching and listening to her be so unhappy with who she is and what she looks like, that does take a toll on a child and you know, it's almost passed on. Uh, that's one of those things that I, I promised myself for this lifetime that I want to conquer something like that so that, you know, I want, I want to, to handle my broken ass so that I don't have to have my children do that for me. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so that's a little bit later on in the future. We're going to be talking about those things. Um, but uh, same with it, like with marijuana, like it almost helps me like understand that that I have to eat, right? And that eating's enjoyable and eating is nutritious and eating good food is delicious. And if I feel content and full, that I am good. And if I feel hungry, then I'm going to eat. And it's like simple, simple little things like that. It has made such a difference, such a difference, especially when I smoke, like when I'm high, I just can, I can eat. I used to, now here's the thing. I used to a long time ago, you know, deal with munchies because I also had a really bad relationship with food. Um, I still have the munchies now, but, um, I don't really keep, I don't really keep certain foods in my house. Like I keep alternatives to it, like more healthier snacks, I guess. I don't know. There's no such thing as good and bad food. Let's just put that on the table. First of all, anywho. Um, but yes, that's all going to be coming soon and we're going to lasso that back in later on, but I'm just talking about the certain things I have, you know, that are rooted from the anxiety that I hold. And that also could be rooted for you and the anxiety that you hold. Because you have anxiety, 
what does that affect? What other things in your life does that affect? Your relationships, obviously. The way you, you know, your relationship with yourself, yes. Food, okay, yes. You know, self-worth, like the list can go on because you are just so fearful of what is going to be after that next step. You know, if we all were like that, nothing would ever get done. So friends, if there's anything that you're taking away today with all my gobbing and gabbing about all kinds of stuff, um, just know that whatever you're thinking about, whatever is weighing on you at this moment, um, that is coming with all kinds of questions and question marks for the future, I need you to know that it's all going to eventually work itself out the way it's supposed to. You can't rush it. You can't manipulate it. It's just going to fall into itself. And if this is something, and if that, whatever is giving you anxiety, um, and if it, if it is a decision for the future, if it is something that... Uh, involves your purpose. You know, if this is something you really want to do and you're passionate about, act as if what that is is who you are. Pretend that it exists and that you are doing it. Quite recently, I... uh, Touching back on what I mentioned before about my impulse buying and my instant gratification purchases, um, I have a lot of clothes that still have tags on them. And <sighs> I decided to make a depop and, and, you know, put those on there and try to see if anyone would bite. And um, one night while I was kind of posting a couple things, I... I kind of came into that mantra again where I was like, you know what, I gotta, if this is what I want and this is something that I really want to put thought and effort into and see something come out of it, not a direct result, not an expectant, but I would love to see something. I need to walk it like I talk it. I need to do it. I need to send it. I need to stand behind it and give it all I got. So what'd your girl do? I went on Etsy and bought some really nice shipping bags. That's what I fucking did. Was I also very high? Yes. But didn't stop me. It was not a high purchase. I would know the difference. <laughs> high purchase. I'll tell you what a high purchase is. High purchase is a five pound bag of peanut M&Ms. Okay. This was just, this was shipping bags with little rainbows on it. And they were cute as fuck. So we're just going to send it. We're just going to see what's going on. We're going to... Emit good vibes, good vibrations. We're going to be talking about that as well, like vibrations and spirituality. It is all coming together. Um, that's all I want to say. That's all I have to say for today. Um, I have a really exciting thing coming up soon with this podcast that I am I am so ready for it to happen and the you know anything that will come with it because I know it's going to be wonderful. Um, so I, you know, you will see what that is soon if you have been sticking around here. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, tell me, tell me something good. We have a new email set up for this podcast. It's processing the process podcast at gmail.com. Uh, send me what you did for yourself today. Send me some good news that happened to you. Send me your story. I would love to know your story and where you are with your, your growth or if you're beginning your spiritual journeys or if you're beginning therapy and you have a lot of questions about it, if you have anxiety in general. And just like, just tell me, man, I'm here for you. And, and hopefully, you know, we can have a podcast episode coming up that is devoted specifically to you and caters specifically to what you're going through. Um, I would love to talk about these things with people. And um, not that I am an and all be all, you know, I know everything. I don't. I clearly do not. So if there's something that I really don't know, I definitely do get some further research. I get, you know, some secondhand interviews. I get, you know, some perspective. I, I search out some perspective from some of the closest people that I surround myself with and the most wisest women that I know. I will do my best to just be with you in this situation, whatever search situation that would be for you. So please, ah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, thank you for listening today. Thank you for existing today. Um, and everything is going to work itself out. We've just processed. We are processing the process. And it's okay to take your time and figure that out. <laughs> Anywho, bye guys. <laughs>